from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome, everyone, to the K&J Show. So happy to have you here with us for another edition of the show. I always wonder where people are listening from, whether it's in your car, at home, uh, walking down the street with your earbuds on. Uh, we're so happy to have you with us. And uh, we have a... Uh, well, actually, Jay, why don't, you, why don't you tell people what, what we're going to be talking about today? It's a listener's request. Um, so you say, where are people listening from? Well, we know they're listening from Connecticut. Uh, and Chris actually sent us a really nice uh, email. He sent it to j at grexley.com. That's J-A-Y at grexley.com. And we told you the other day we got a, a great one from JoJo. So we'd love to get yes. the, we'd love to get the Send them. emails. And we use them because today we're actually going to use some suggestions from Chris. Really uh, good one. Yeah. He, he's, you know, he, he enjoys the podcast, he said, and uh, he sent two. One is light-hearted, and we're going to go with actually the more serious one. Because <laughs> we like the challenge. Well, as serious as we can be. Uh, and he, he just said, you know, moments that you've encountered failure, which for me could be a four-day show, um, <laughs> or adversity, and we all encounter adversity, I think, or maybe even heartbreak. Um, how did your faith get you through those moments? What did you learn? And and what advice would you give to others? So first of all, Chris, hey, thanks for taking the time to email us. Very, very much appreciated. I sent it to Kevin, just so you know. And what was your, you, you sent back, I think, what a great email. Yes, yeah. Major day, didn't it? It did, no. Doesn't take much. Yes, <laughs> it's the little things. See? No, this, is the, this was just a great, uh, uh, a great um, email, um, just about him. He talked about some other things as well, but... Um, uh, it's just nice, you know. He's going through some had or had some issues as well, so it's great to be able to uh, know that you know we're maybe putting a smile on somebody's face, uh, you know, or or <laughs> and it's not just you and or me. causing the pain. No, uh, uh, but uh, you know, just to have people, it, it's nice to to get the feedback, like I said, and and know uh, that people are listening, and and you know, and even if you don't like something too, is it's nice to hear that too. So we you know, like, why does Kevin keep on saying you know? <laughs> something like that, uh, you know, and so we can work you know, on you it. Just yeah, did it. I did it. Too. So that's something I'm working on. That's a personal issue with me. <laughs> not, not very successful at this point. And, uh, well, someone wrote in, well, so JoJo wrote in and about, uh, she wrote very, very kind email. And it was great to hear from JoJo, who was a great supporter of, of Catholic TV too. But she wrote about Laura, who puts this show together yes, and does such yeah. a, a great job for yeah. us. Uh, doing that, and she's the one who really puts in anything you hear that is not Kevin and myself, including intros and stuff. That's all Laura. Yeah, that's a, so she has a lot of power. Yeah, she could cut us off or she cut out some things or edit it together and make it sound a little different. Who knows? <laughs> make it sound like we're entertaining. You know, whatever. <laughs> that would be a tougher job. All right, so let's let's take Chris's suggestion again. Chris, thank you very much, and we're going to use your other suggestion for another show. Uh, but we're going to talk about um, failure, heartbreak, uh, adversity, uh, a, a lot of different things. So, Kevin, I'll let you kick it off. Oh, wow. Uh, Mostly because I want to hear what you feel about. I know. Well, not in a bad I, way, by the way. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's... Or um, heartbreak, whatever it, yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess I'll start with the diversity. There's, there's, uh, there's so many 
<laughs> like you said too, so many adversity and uh, heartbreak uh, things that go on throughout people's lives. Uh, um, I get, I guess, um, you know, when I when I got out of college, I had a bit of adversity trying <laughs> trying to get a job. Uh, yeah, you bounced around, and yeah, as I did. Yeah, but I uh, loved it. Uh, I mean, I, I went to college. Um, great institution, Stonehill College. I'll give put a plug in. Um, and I started you sure, out. You sure they want that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I started out in the in the business school, um, and you know, realized I'm, I'm not a I'm not a big huge fan. Uh, and I, uh, you know, say this uh, and ask forgiveness for people out there who are, are mathematicians. But I'm not a huge fan of math. And as yeah, I'm, Rick would be one of those. As people. I'm going through the business school, I'm realizing, wow, there's a lot of math involved. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> you would think you would know that before. Well, I don't know. You, you know, you think you know. You go out in the world. You know, you sell things. You buy things. I, I never know. knew that about you. Well, so there's, you know, and now I'm taking. Uh, so I was taking like um, macro and microeconomics. Uh, you know, financial accounting. Uh, all these this quantitative analysis, statistic courses, and I'm like thinking, this is just. This <laughs> I'm is, I'm phasing out just <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> So I decided, you know, hey, I, I want to do something. I always wanted to do community. I only did business because I didn't know what I was going to do uh, in, in communications myself. You know, I always wanted to do something along those lines in media and stuff. So I decided to switch over and, and, and did communications, got involved in the radio station at Stonehill and uh, loved it. And then when I graduated, uh, I wanted to continue that. So I, 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 got, a, <laughs> I got a job at a really, I'm talking probably one of the smallest radio stations in, <laughs> conceivably in the world. What did it have? Two paper cups <laughs> tied together with a string? Oh, my gosh. Uh, and uh, it, was, uh, it was funny to me because, well, it wasn't funny. It was, <clears throat> it was sad because, um, so I was living at home, uh, and I had lived at home through college. and I lived on campus for maybe about a semester, but I was paying my way through it. So um, I was actually making more working in high school at Donut Shop than I was after I graduated college and was working at this little radio station. Uh, and then I, 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 I was trying to find some other things. As you know, Jay, you know, I did some other jobs. I was working like two, three part-time jobs and stuff. And it was a struggle. And it was, <laughs> I always remember this. I would come home and uh, my mom would always tell me, so have you thought about what you might do if this doesn't work out? As <laughs> a confidence builder. Thanks, yes, Mom. Yes, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom. Uh, so, so it was a struggle, and you know, eventually going through all these different um, radio stations and, and, and um, bouncing around and stuff. So I think that was like a—that's my adversity um, story. And, uh, um, you know, I would say— um, so, so I, in a sense, I'm your savior because I'm the one who, who gave you that call and said, Kevin, how would you like to come over here? Well, I, you, know, I don't, you didn't call me, Jay. <laughs> I didn't call you? No. I thought I called you. No. Did I just tell Billy they sent you <laughs> no, over? I said, um, I, I was, uh, well, let's go back there, I guess. Let's take a step Is back. Is that more inside. heartbreaking than <laughs> <No. laughs> I had seen the, um, uh, an ad in the paper about a master control operator. I wasn't going to do it. And I'd always ask, you know, I asked Billy a couple of times, oh, they got anything over Catholic TV, whatever, you know. Uh, so I think he just put me in touch with you, and I, I think I might have called, and then you... Uh, and I had known you, so yeah, people know, yeah, because you made the best pizzas around at Big D's, yeah. and you worked at uh, Cable 8 in Canton, Massachusetts. Yes. 
part of the uh, adversity thing with several multiple jobs. And, um, yeah, and then I came over um, and, and started part-time here and, and worked uh, up. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the thing that helped me get through the adversity here. So my, you know, my, I, my faith's always been, you know, huge. Well, it's part of and who I am, you know, and, and part of my life. So, I mean, I guess, you know, having hope and not giving up is the main thing for that adversity thing, you know, just keep on plugging away no matter what happens and, and you know, know that there's going to be a, <laughs> something down the line. <laughs> Hopefully. Yes. Um, and, and you know, I, I just kept on kept on trying, trying different things. Yeah. I was going to be a dentist. Just like uh, Hermie. Yeah, did you know that? No, did, I didn't Yeah, know I was going to be a dentist, and I changed communications as well. Wow. And um, I just, one day my, my roommate said, hey, uh, he was a communications major, Paul. And he said, you want to go down? I said, yeah, sure, I'll go down. I had so much fun, so much fun that day. Uh, I said, this is what I want to do. I changed my major. Wow. wow. Um, I'm not sure how everyone handled it. Uh, but my, my parents were so. My parents were just so supportive. How and far did you get in your no, dentist? No, first semester. Uh, wow, that was quick. Well, here's, here's talk about <laughs> I adversity. I lasted a sophomore year in business. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So here, talk about adversity. So the first semester, they used to have what was called um, uh, what was it? Winter. Whatever. You could take one course because they you would be out of school from Christmas through almost all of January back then. Yeah. So you would you'd be in school and you'd take one course to get credits. <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story. So I decided, and you will appreciate this, I was going to take a math class. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I decided I'm going to take this math class, and I'm, I'm in the math class, and the math class is every day for three hours, which is a long time wow. for the spring uh, or That's winter intercession or whatever it was called. And so as I'm sitting, first, first class, as I'm sitting in there and they're going through the syllabus, I look out the window, and it, where I went to college, you look out the window, and you could see this, this big walkway, and I see all of my friends. They are throwing snowballs <laughs> at each other. They're having fun because they only went to class two or three times a week for about an hour. I mean, it was one credit or what, not one, but whatever the credits were. So class ends three hours later, and mm -hmm. I walk up to the uh, <laughs> professor, and I just say, thank you, I'm opting out. <laughs> so I opt out. And I well, you know what? I just, let me stop you there. That's very nice of you to do that because most kids would just leave and just drop the course, you know. Well, I did you, drop you it. You actually told but him I told, that. But I told the wow, professor. Wow. And I sign up for Reed Flute. <laughs> Reed Flute? Reed Flute. Do you know what a Reed Flute is? Oh, okay. It's the yeah. one that they, the kids use today when you go to a, like a fourth grade. Third yeah, the, grade. Re the recorder. The recorder. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the recorder. It was the recorder. Wow. And they, you know, they stay puff muffins or whatever they play. Three blind mice. I got to tell you, I won three years of that. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was really advanced because I was a musician, but I was really advanced and I enjoyed it. But boy, was it easy credits. It was easy credits. How do you do three years of that? Uh, easily. <laughs> easily. Uh, January intercession. It was, uh, but, but, you know, so that, that was that for me. But for adversity, I've got a few for adversity. Um, and two of them, was it two or, or three or four? happened actually at mass uh -huh. um and on tv so one time there was a mass and we used to have uh a bigger masses back then uh in terms for tv and we had a choir so they would put the choir over with these um flats so all it really was were these one by threes 
they made a frame and you'd put this uh, Luan board on it and paint it. Yeah. So they were flat. So we had this choir. And I would be there and, and I would just be there to help out, uh, really, uh, for Father Frank McFarland at that point. Yeah. And so as I'm watching the choir, one of the, the girls, young, you know, this is a young choir, starts to rock. Uh-huh. The next thing, it was like a tree. She went falling back. This is as they are on air. Yeah. Hits, hits the flat and tips the flat over. Oh, my gosh. So we go back. I pick her up. I bring her to the green room. Um, I sit her down. I get her some water. And I go back. The flat's back up. They go back to the choir. <laughs> now another kid starts swimming oh my gosh. back and forth. So instead of watching her faint... I walk out, oh, live on TV, by the way. Wow. And I just say, why don't you come with me? And I take her off. Just nervous. You know, it's hot. The lights are hot. They got nervous. Um, I also once, a, a guy got up from one of the pews and just was fainting. And they had concrete floors. Yeah. And I caught this guy and I was, put I my hand. I think I was hand, there for that. I put my, remember, I yeah, caught him yeah. and got my hand under his head. Yeah. And, um, and. And thankfully, he he did not get hurt and was f- fine. But the hard part was was his son was in the in the congregation, and his son um, his son was very very concerned, yeah. very very concerned. And I had to go back and say, no, your dad's okay. Don't worry about it. And yeah, so those those were tough ones. Um, well, we get we get you, you. I'm sure you've had more adversity. Oh, I uh, well, listen, yeah. there was. Jack Lawless. So yeah. I was there with Jack Lawless, um, who just a wonderful guy. Yeah. Whole yeah, family, yeah. Trish, Levina, great people. Well, Jack was the guy who, who really, well, Steve Joel got me the job, but Jack was the guy who, who moved me forward. Yeah. Um, but Steve was the guy who brought me into Catholic TV, and another great guy, by the way. But um, Jack, I was there when Jack had a stroke. Wow. And so uh, the Mass is going on, and I see Jack. And I went over. I said, Jack, uh, you okay? Because he just looked off to me. Yeah. And he talked, and I, he was slurring his words. And so I took him, and it's the Mass is again live on, yeah. on Channel 7. And I brought him to the green room, and I called the ambulance. And the ambulance came. And then I called my mom, who was a nurse. And, uh, and Jack recovered from that stroke. But yeah, I was going to say, because he had, he had another sure one afterwards. One, yeah, yeah and, and the other one did him in. Yeah. Uh, but he recovered from that one uh, and recovered pretty well. Uh, but the second one kind of did him in. And, and, and for me, anytime something like that happens, it's the first thing I do in, in something like that is I try to slow everything down. Yeah. If something crazy is happening, I slow it down. And I've told my kids this too. You don't speed it up. You slow everything down so that you make good decisions. And I usually just say a prayer realizing that I'm, I only have so much control over the situation. Yeah. There's only so much I can control what other people are doing, what's happening to, in this case, Jack. Uh, there's only so much control I have, and I can only do certain things. But I need to be slowed down, and I need to be patient so that what I do is the right thing, and it's clear thinking. It's not panic thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a situation, um, and I don't, really feel like I, I did a, a, a great job. I always kind of think back on it, but um, it, we were watching, um, I was in my house watching the Patriots were playing, and I, I hear this horrific screaming and banging on the house. Um, and um, 
I was like, what is that? You know, and I, I came out and um, my, my neighbor um, was hysterical and realized that her husband who had been out tilling um, the soil um, had collapsed and he was over by the tiller. Oh, no. And I went over there and um, he, he was already um, looking blue and uh, I really didn't know what to do. You know, I was... Uh, I, I, How old were you? Uh, uh, the kids were really little, you yeah. know, so maybe, I don't know, around 40 or something yeah. like that. Um, so I ran... I, you didn't know CPR either. I didn't know point. CPR, yeah. no. I moved, I pushed the tiller away from him because it was still going. I, I didn't know how to operate the thing, but I pushed it away, and um, I ran back. Mary was home, thankfully, and uh, I was able to get get her out here. She's a nurse, for those who don't know. So she came running over, and then I, these guys were walking back from the game from across the street, and, um, you know, she, she, my, my um, neighbor was still you know, in hysterics, rightfully so. And, and they were saying, what's, you guys need any help? And I said, yes, I'm waving them on. One of them was an off-duty cop too. So um, Mary and this off-duty uh, cop were, worked on um, him for a while, but unfortunately it didn't uh, Oh, that's a sad out. Yeah, story. Yeah. Um, so, um, and tough for you and, of, of course, for his wife, but yeah. even anyone involved. That yeah, yeah. Uh, but that stuff kind of sticks with you you know and and um you always i always think about great guy great guy and 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 he was older uh he was but he wasn't i mean maybe 70s yeah it was well that's young now yeah yeah at least i'm gonna say it's young yeah yeah no um and i i'm trying to remember now because i i yelled to the kids that kids were there to uh you know get mom and call 911 and stuff i'm trying to remember how old they were i mean they were they were old enough you know like I can't even remember now. Um, but um, it's just a sad situation. You know, you always think back and, and, and feel like I, I feel like I could have tried something more or, or even if, like, had I known CPR or something. I mean, it was pretty pretty quick. It seems like forever when you're when you're out there, you know. Uh, but it's always sad and, and um, you know, um, do a lot of praying during that time if you can. Oh, and yeah. and, and I, I know, um, like you say, Jay, it's uh, you know, it's 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 tricky, but to try to slow things down too, to mm-hmm. see what you can can do. I'm glad the the um, off duty guy came over too, and he was actually he came to the um, wake later on too. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, he, he actually really yeah yeah. Uh, that's a kind gesture. I yeah. I I remember my sister Mara um, was not a healthy person, uh, and you know a couple of my sisters aren't healthy, uh, but Mara is not a healthy person, and so. Mara, when she was a kid, had Wilms disease, which is, is kidney cancer. So yeah. they took her kidney, and they, it, those days, which were in the early 60s, they just radiated her. And they over-radiated these kids. And, and she was one of the last ones left out of about 40 of these kids that they had radiated. There were only a few of them left. Um, Mara was now in her 40s. So Mara called me one day, and she said, Jay, um, I, I'm not feeling well. Can you take me to the hospital? Now, she lived probably 25 minutes from me, 30 minutes from me. And it just just so happened I had a, a daughter, Amelia. Well, I still have the daughter, Amelia. But Amelia was a baby. Yeah. And Shirley had taken the car with the car seat. So I said, Mara, I, I can't do it. I said, I have, I have 
Amelia and I don't have a car seat. Yeah. And I don't live near anyone, so it's not as if I could call someone and say, can you just come over? Yeah. Um, so uh, I said, I'm going to call an ambulance. So I did. And this just shows you God's good. So I called an ambulance and they got her. She was having a massive heart attack. Oh my gosh. She was having a massive heart attack. So they took her to the hospital and I, uh, I called Shirley and Shirley came home and then I went to the hospital and they didn't think she was going to make it. So now my sister Katie is running around the hospital trying to find a priest for the um, sacrament of the sick and they're telling us, you know, she's not doing well. They, they're getting, they want to move her to another hospital but they need a special ambulance because of her condition so we can have these things in the ambulance. And, yeah. and, uh, but, but unbelievably... Mara did make, did make it, uh, but it was really the beginning. Um, she also had diabetes, and she lost the ability to walk, uh-huh. and so they put her in a nursing home. Now this is a forty-two-year-old woman yeah. in a nursing home, and I would go. It was really close, so I'd see her almost every single day. Yeah, and um, and Mara was a very quiet and kind and gentle person. Yeah. Just a gentle, who had a tough life, yeah. but really a, a good, good person, was just gentle. And so they told her, I, I came over and her leg is purple. And I said, Ma, what's going on? So she goes to the doctor, they have to amputate her leg. Uh. And she said, I, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to have my leg amputated. And I said, Ma, it's your decision. You're an adult. You can do what you want to do, but I love you. And... If you don't have this amputation, you're going to die. Yeah. And so um, she decided to do it. And Mar was also tough. And I don't mean tough as in gruff and tough, but I mean she she'd hold her emotions close to her vest. Yeah. Or chest, whatever that that saying is. So I, I, I go to the hospital um, on the day of of this of the surgery, and my sister Colleen, who goes to everything, Colleen is is unbelievable at always being present for family things. So she goes to that, and they're wailing Mara in, and it's the first time I had seen her cry. Yeah. And so they take her out, they have the surgery, and the surgery goes well. And I remember, again, saying a prayer as you did. Uh, trying to be strong, part of the thing during adversity, is, and it's, it's okay not to be, Yeah. but I think to be supportive of the person, you kind of have to do that. So um, we, she gets through the surgery, but within a month later, she had another heart attack. Uh, and her diabetes had gotten worse. And remember, one kidney, too. And, yeah, yeah. And so she, I went to visit her. And here's the tough part. So I go to visit her, and, and I couldn't be in during the treatment for the diabetes because it was just so painful at this point. Yeah. So we decide, Shirley, myself, Amelia, and James are going to go to the hospital to visit her. And, and I had done it all. Every day I'd go in. And, uh, but we're going to take the train because the train um, would be a treat for the kids. And this was going to be a, a tough visit for us, but not the kids, but they were very young. So we get on the train, we start taking the train in. My kids are so crazy and really, you know, the little tiny kids, but really crazy. James James can be crazy sometimes. <laughs> and, and Amelia, both of them together, they were crazy. So bad yeah. that we, we turn around and we don't go to the hospital. Uh. Three in the morning, I get a call. Mara had passed away. Uh, um, so I, I go to the hospital at 3, and I knew when I heard the phone, and I think a lot of people who have lost yeah, someone they, know, yeah, you hear yeah. the phone early in the morning, you said, yeah. well. 
And we went in, and there was Mar. They left her in the bed, and and we said a prayer around her. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that was the end. But but for me, that the challenge was, you know, um, that we we couldn't, we actually couldn't um, say bye to her. Yeah. In that sense, and yeah. we'd always, you know, I love you, Mar, and go, you know, we'll see you. But it was always, I'll see you, I'll see you tomorrow, or, or whatever. And uh, so that was a lot of praying. It yeah. was a lot of praying, and it was a really hard, and it was a that that's a couple things Chris said. That was adversity. That was somewhat of a failure, and also heartbreak. Yeah, I know. And when when you were saying that story too, I th- th- thought of my um, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law have have passed um, too, and we were around for both of those. And uh, I, I, with my mother-in-law, she had gotten cancer and and had some struggles towards the uh, end. Um, but uh, she had passed at home, which was nice, you know, and, and Mary and um, her her dad were there. But I get the call um, that he had passed from home and, and uh, came up with, uh, Emily was just like about three at the time or something like that. Um, but I, I remember it, it was, um, you know, I always remember it because I think it was the first time I've actually seen someone who had just passed away, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, the, the, I was there for the undertakers to come in and, and you know how kind of sticks with you too you know yeah i i saw them move move the body as well too so um the, she, she she struggled and we and her dad too uh was actually living with us um he had some issues towards the end uh of his life too he, he moved in with us and um he, he had a heart uh congenital um congestive heart uh failure um, but, uh, he, you know, he had on, he was on medicines. He was, he was still living with us. But then one night I remember it, it uh, I felt bad. We, we again, <laughs> it seems like there's a football game going on during all these things. So we were watching the football game. He wasn't, he wasn't feeling too well, you know, and he wanted to come out and watch the game, uh, with me. And, uh, just a little later on, he, he said he, he wasn't doing good. He couldn't, can't, you can't breathe when you're, you're, um, basically you're, um, the, you, you, through through the I, I don't know enough about the medical terms, but he was having trouble breathing, and uh, so the ambulance came, and that was actually the last time I saw him because um, they had taken him away, and I kind of said, well, well, you know, Mary was going to go and follow the ambulance there, and the next morning he had he had passed. So and those are tough <clears throat> times. Yeah, yeah. Um, when my mom was dying, uh, and we were all there, we actually slept in the room with my mother. Mm. Um, and it was three days. It was three days. She was in hospice. But I remember there was a moment where my dad, who who uh, just loved my mother and her daughter, yeah. uh, he looked at me, and he was tears were in his eyes, and, and I'd never seen my father cry. And he just said, Jay, can you please say a prayer? Because she was slipping away. Yeah. Um, but I, I've told the story before she died, and we were giving her morphine, and she, she looked at my father said open your eyes and we did you know, this is day three and and she's it, it just was not going well and so but she opened her eyes and then he said i love you and she said i love you too give me a kiss she kissed him 10 uh, minutes later she died uh, so there was a gift from god right there yeah uh but the the hard part was not and that was certainly hard and painful and and all my sisters were there and our spouses and but what what happened was my father, after that, 
uh, talk about adversity, he he would come and show up at Catholic TV, and I know you've seen him. He, yeah. He just I walk into my office after I was somewhere, and there's my dad. Yeah. And he would say, you know, I wish I went first. And I said, well, Dad, that wouldn't have been fair to Mom. Yeah. And he said, well, I just wish I could go, uh, because he was so heartbroken because he had been married to my mother for 57 years, and I never knew this. He told me this right before he died. Um, he had never dated anyone else. He's the yeah. only person he ever dated in his entire life. Uh. uh Dated, yeah, yeah, um, and he he was just heartbroken, and and my sister Colleen and Katie and Sheila all did such a great job because he lived with Colleen. He would go to Katie's one night to eat um, and saw them off, and he would come over to my house one night a week and eat, and he would go to church with me and my family. And Katie would meet us at church too. We'd all be at church. So when my dad my dad died suddenly down the Cape, um, just his he had a pacemaker. It slowed down. It stopped. And that's a whole other story. But when we went back to church, the priest said to me, he said, you know what, what I do, because my dad had been going to Mass, mm -hmm. he said, when someone dies like that suddenly, I just leave a space. So we left a space where my dad used to sit between uh, us uh, yeah. uh, for where my dad would be. Yeah. But the most amazing thing was when my mom died, um, we, my dad's there. This is the weekend after. Yeah. And they play a song that they had never, ever played. And they, I asked them afterwards. They had never played it. It was the song my mother requested for her funeral. Oh, wow. They had never played it before. And there we are. And when they started playing, we, we all, our, our heads whipped looking at each other. We couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, everyone's yeah, crying. Yeah. And no one, you know, we look silly now at this point because everyone's crying. And, and it was just an unbelievable moment. But almost as if God had said, hey, listen, let's give them some peace. You know, put this song in their head. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. it was just uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I, but death is hard. It is, yeah. You know, especially someone you love. Yeah. It's hard to go through it. It's hard to survive it. Yeah. It's hard to, to move forward. Uh, even I went to my parents' grave um, last week. I just went because I just wanted to go to their grave. And, and even now, and my mom, it's going to be four years uh, next month, and my dad is three and a half years. He died seven months after my mom. Uh, I got to tell you, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. You know, you just... I miss them. Yeah, I miss them, and uh, but I, I think of the good. I, I always continually think of of what they did for me and what they continue to do for me. And and Ethan said to me yesterday. He said, "Is is it is it hard? You know, are you afraid? You're getting older. You know." <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Thank you. I said. I said no. I said no. I'm not afraid to die, Ethan. I said I'm going to see Nana and Butler again. Yeah. He said maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I, I said, I know where they are. I said, it's just me. I'm going to be the question mark on that one, Ethan. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk briefly. I don't usually talk about this. Uh, you know, it's like a, uh, um, an issue that, uh, you know, with getting away from um, the, the death, but uh, in terms of adversity, too. We, we um, when Mary and I uh, first drowned out, we had, we had trouble with fertility issues and stuff too so it was a difficult time um for us during that period too and i always remember that and uh it's something that uh especially for a young couple yeah yeah and and you know i guess in, in terms of that you know i <laughs> i always bring up prayer but prayer is is, is a huge, huge part of my life too but also to communicate and keep on talking you know because it's yeah. difficult for both um, parents and uh, well, eventual parents, uh, but th that was a that was a struggle. Um, but to know um, that you're in it together, I think, and and to communicate is is huge in that situation. And 
to pray and, and keep up hope. And uh, and then the other issue too was uh, when we uh, we did have a, our daughter Emily, um, but we also adopted um, a boy from uh, Korea, Andrew. Andrew, uh, great kid. And uh, and there were some issues when we were going through that as well to get some bad um, medical reports back from um, from Korea from the um, adoption services, and there was a, a report that the con- doctor there was concerned about. Um, some, um, uh, you know, um, he didn't have flexibility in his skin. The head was a little large, and they were, you know, concerned that there might be some um, issues there and stuff. And there's always, uh, they allow you to um, not go through with it. And, and you know, we, we kind of prayed about that, too, and, and, and decided, no, that, you know, we had already been connected. The child of God. Yeah, and, and uh, we were going to go through with it no matter what. Um, so just, you know, a couple of things too, and I know probably you've had a lot of adversity with uh, with your children too, and, and just raising children as well. Yeah. Yeah. And my health, I've, yeah. I've had yeah, some real health too. issues, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I feel great now, by the way. <laughs> so we're very clear about that. I have to say too, uh, I you know I know Mary, uh, your wife, uh, who is just a pillar and saintly, still questioning her decision making <laughs> process, uh, and my wife Shirley, uh, Shirley, Shirley has any time there has been something difficult whether it be with kids and we've gone over kids and the struggles with kids yeah, and, yeah. and parents and, and 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 all of that type of thing Shirley has always been supportive yeah always 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 been supportive and uh and not only do I appreciate it I realize how fortunate I am yeah. to have someone who loves me enough to be supportive not only of of challenging and adversity, but the dumb things I do. And trust me when I say, I do a lot of dumb things. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, we're running late on time here, but in terms of getting to, to Chris's um, questions, too, and what advice, well, what, what did you learn, too? I think um, for me, uh, and my dad used to say this all the time, when he still says it, too, <laughs> keep the faith, keep the faith, you know, and, and how important it is to have faith when there is difficult times that you're faced with um, and relying on faith helps me uh, get through uh, some of the adversity in my life. Yeah, I'm with you, Kevin, because there are moments in anyone's life, no matter how happy you are, uh, that you come up against adversity. Yeah. And you need to believe in something. Yeah. And for us, certainly it's our faith. And it's that hope that tomorrow will come. And even though tomorrow might be difficult, uh, you're not alone, and you're not walking alone in those footsteps. And that God is with you and wants you to welcome him in. And and for us, we need to be open to the possibility that God is waiting for us to say, here I am, Uh, you know, I'm not not perfect, but I need you. And and in good times and in bad times. Yeah. Uh, So... That's a great way to end the show, Jay. That was perfect. Did, did we did we script that out or no? No, <laughs> we don't script any of these. I, and, and you know, and, and before we go, just a quick note, uh, Chris, thank you. And if yes, you'd like to yeah. send in a topic or make a comment about the show, either good or bad, if it's bad, it'll be an adversity show. Uh, you can yes. you can write us at, and you can write Kevin, and I will share it with him at j j a y at grexley g r e x l y dot com. Jay at Grexley.com, and we love, we really enjoy 
getting the emails. And as you can see, we use them. Uh, we use those emails, so please do. So um, thank you for being with us uh, on this show, and uh, hopefully uh, we were able to share some insight, maybe, uh, or, or touch you in some way. Uh, it was a great topic. Thanks to Chris for, for bringing it up and, and you know being able to think about times in your lives where things are a bit of a struggle or as Jay said too which is, is something you, you don't often think about too thank God when there's good times going on as well and not just turn to him during adversity as well so thank you so much for being with us for the K&J show and we'll see you next time thanks for joining us for the K&J show K&J is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network to support our podcast and others like it please visit patreon.com slash Grexley